Hello, wonderful listeners. I wanted to add this quick disclaimer at the beginning of this episode to tell you that this episode is the first of our new mini-series called Are You Smarter Than a Twitter User? Which is uh, a mini-series where we will be ranting and talking about trending topics on Twitter, which there are new ones every single day, so there's going to be a plethora of topics to discuss. And we are also going to be organizing our podcast through mini-series from now on. We have several that we will be launching in the near future. This is the first, so be sure to check out our mini-series coming to you um, in the near future. And without further ado, let's get into this episode. We're confused. We're Asian. We're Zoomers. Hi guys, I'm Sneha. And I'm Yihong. We're two high schoolers trying to tackle today's sociopolitical issues in the only way we know how. By complaining about it online. Welcome to today's episode. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode one of many of our new outrage series. Um, Today is an impromptu episode because I saw Twitter. And so for context, I opened Twitter today and find out that Dr. Fauci today, which is um, May 9th, to talk about coronavirus. And he said that um, the U.S. will likely be close or as close as possible as normal by Mother's Day of next year. That's his benchmark. And the right has gone nuts over it. And so after taking a deep dive on Twitter and seeing that Fauci is trending, I'm now mad. So we're talking about that today. So I think we should go through some tweets that kind of summarize um, why I'm mad. Let me just open Twitter and read some examples. So So here, wait, hold on, for secondary context. So I got a text from Yihong an hour ago and he was mad and I was like, okay, interesting. Let me go on Twitter. I wasn't on Twitter today because I was mad yesterday about something else. So um, basically my problem was I was seeing all these hate tweets against Fauci and I was like, I genuinely do not know what's going on. I didn't know. I, and I didn't see a single tweet that was defending Fauci. So I was like, I don't know why there are so many tweets against him and there's nothing like defending him. Like, did he really mess up this time? And I saw conspiracy theories and I saw vague like quotes and I saw a whole bunch of like far right rhetoric and I was very confused. So mm-hmm. let's go to some of the tweets. Yeah, for real. I've never seen such like unfiltered hatred towards Fauci. I have never seen such a one-sided like smear campaign against him before. So like, here are some examples. Um, Sarah A. Carter on Twitter says, Fauci says mask wearing may be seasonal. Why not let Americans individually decide what's best for them? By the way, he should know that exposure to viruses is not always bad. It's immunity building. It should be a choice to wear a mask. Um, someone else says, Charles Gasparino says, Fauci just said on George Stephanopoulos that we have to wait until next Mother's Day to get back to pretty close to normal. This guy needs to retire ASAP. Jordan Shastel says, lock up Fauci and open up America. Matthew Holliday says, Fauci isn't dumb or crazy. Fauci is a liar. And this is kind of the gist of Twitter at the moment. And upon reading this, I felt like... I felt fear for my life, if you will, because Jordan Mm -hmm. Schachtel, it would actually be in the Biden administration's best interest to quietly dispose of Fauci, which honestly sounds a lot like assassination, but okay. Mm -hmm. He destroyed the Trump presidency and he's seeking to drag down the entire country along with the Biden White House. Wouldn't be surprised to see retirement on the horizon along with the little ceremony. A Democrat admin can get away with canning Fauci because the sycophant corporate press. 
Throwing him under the bus wouldn't be much of a problem at all. Dot, dot, dot. Just a whole huge thread. Like, I, I'm, I'm so confused what the point is. And then someone says, Fauci should die in prison alone with his family prevented from visiting him. He's covering up and distracting for his F up by destroying lives and livelihoods. Someone else says, dear Elon Musk, please send Fauci to Mars. Um, I think that kind of... Um, ooh, ooh. Sarah yeah. Gonzalez. Hey, Fauci, you don't get to put conditions on my freedom. You are not king. Signed. A mother celebrating Mother's Day however she likes. O-N-P-S-F-U. Like... I don't even know what to say. This was, I, I think I scrolled for a solid 30 minutes just looking through all these tweets and just searching for that one tweet defending him, but I could not find it, which is so strange because normally when I look at Twitter and I see Fauci's trending, there's people saying like, oh yeah, Fauci's right, guys, listen to Fauci. Fauci's a medical expert. He's a public health official. You should listen to him over these like pundits. But all I'm seeing is just hate after hate. And now we're seeing conspiracy theories about how Dr. Fauci is trying to weaponize COVID and how he's the father and how he used what NIH funding to send it to the Wuhan labs to start it and how he's like cooperating with the CCP to use it as a weapon. I don't even know. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like, oh, yeah, there's a report saying that there was talks between the U.S. and um, China in 2015 to weaponize SARS. I was like, what are you guys on? What? And And then I see. I'm seeing all these people tweeting these like. What's the word? Like danky news, like uh, personal investigations and like. Mm-hmm. It was like, like anti-Chinese like research showing the CCP cover up and then like Fauci secretly evil and it's like these really like trash looking photos of him you know what like when something is very clearly not a reliable source and I see all these people yeah. tweeting, why is this spreading like wildfire on Twitter mm-hmm. I I, I mm. so yeah so um the mortal fear that I felt after looking at this and I guess this kind of comes in light uh, with the news earlier this week that the U.S. will likely never reach herd immunity. And I guess I kind of can see why now, considering this is the general consensus on Twitter, that Fauci is secretly helping China weaponize COVID and that Fauci is, oh, people are saying that Fauci is trying to push COVID because the 2022 midterms are coming up and they want to keep making COVID an issue. Oh my. I just... Oh, and also apparently recently a report came out that the U.S. has undercounted our deaths. Right now they're at like 580,000, but according to a recent study, it's actually 900,000, which if anything should make people um, And that's completely believable. Like we're seeing that in India right now, right? Because they're like hit really hard. And it's it's like it's it's being underreported because people don't have like the capacity and the resources to even properly report the deaths that are happening. So I have no doubt that when the U.S. was in like the depths of our um, infections, that there were there were being underreported, and people are also trying to like, I mean, like a rural area that's denying the existence of the virus in the first place, and people are dying of it. Yeah, they're going to be underreporting to fit mm-hmm. their own rhetoric. It's like the flat Earth society buying this super expensive telescope to prove that the earth is flat and then getting evidence that the earth is very much not flat and then just saying oh that's wrong yeah i mean like i find it so surprising that we're seeing all these reports out of india about how terrible the covid crisis is there and yet we're still seeing more and more americans being so pro covid being a hoax and yeah and not getting their vaccine like there are 
a hundred people in India who would die for your vaccine. Exactly. Oh, and people getting just one dose and then just not going back. Like mm-hmm. that's a waste. Yeah, the US is seeing millions of people skipping out on their second appointment. And I guess right now, let's make a point that you need two doses in order to properly, you know, build immunity. You can't just have yeah, one dose. If, if we're going to do a PSA real quick, you need two doses and then <laughs> it doesn't, it's not completely effective until two weeks after your second dose. So it's a four week process. And even still, you can still contract a, a different strain of COVID and it's the only thing your vaccine will do then is make sure that you won't be hospitalized. So you might still have symptoms, but you will um, not feel them as much. And you also are um, at risk of carrying it and transmitting to someone else who is um, not vaccinated. So end PSA, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I need to reiterate the point that the vaccine isn't some sort of magic solution to anything. No vaccine is. You're not just going to sudden, like if you get a vaccine, you can't just, suddenly just like prance around a mall with no mask on, go coughing on people and you'll be fine. That's not the point. Vaccines reduce symptoms. People still get the flu even though they get the shot. I got the flu last year, even though I got the flu vaccine. I I get the flu vaccine every year and I have gotten the flu three times in the last five years. Like it's not a, it like obviously there are multiple strains and it just makes your symptoms less and it's better than nothing. And mm-hmm. it's it's really scary. Also, guys, please, this just became a COVID PSA, but I have no regrets. <laughs> please do not travel. Do not travel out of the country. Do not travel inside the country. Stay away from airports as much as you can. Because, I mean, I can't believe we're saying this again. It's been a whole year. But, like, even if you won't get it, someone else around you might. There have been so many times where people are coming to take care of someone else. And they take care of that person and they go home and then they get COVID and die. So. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand the whole like pandemic fatigue and like wanting to get out. I mean, I think road trips are perfectly safe, right? Because you're confined to your own car. Maybe you're with just your own family who you live with. Um, stay at Airbnbs as much as you can. Avoid hotels, I guess. That way you're not sharing ventilation. But that is our brief PSA. Anyways, back to the point. I wanted to bring up this one tweet. I think it's towards the top of the Fauci trending. So this one person tweeted a video and it was, so they they quoted Fauci on saying that like, oh, it'll take another year for us to reach close to normal. And then they tweeted a video saying, Texas, AT&T Stadium. And so basically yesterday, I saw this on Instagram, there was some sort of wrestling match, I think. And it was Mm -hmm. the largest crowd to watch a fight in the United States in all of history. It was 70,000 people at the AT&T Stadium. And I saw people on Instagram posting on their stories, like the inside of the stadium. And I would have sworn it was some sort of like Snapchat flashback of a memory from 2018 or something. But no, this was yesterday night in DFW. Literally not one mask in sight. Everyone was sitting next to each other, seat by seat, filling up the entire stadium. And for context, for those who don't know, AT&T Stadium is one of the largest stadiums in the country. And this thing was almost at max capacity. And they're all watching these people fight. And so I, I did a little Googling and turns out employees were required to wear masks, but masks and social distancing were only recommended to audience members. And I don't know about you, but I don't think wrestling fans are the most um, pandemic weary people in the world or sports fans in general. And this just made me mad all over again because I cannot get over how entitled sports fans act. 
during a pandemic. Yep. Like at the Super Bowl. I remember watching the Super Bowl and seeing just crowds of people in there. I was like, is this necessary? Do we really, is, is, is sports so central to our culture that we need to get audience members in, even if it means possibly having an outbreak in the host city? Like, I'm sure there's going to be an outbreak in DFW now because of the stupid AT&T thing. And if not, because people are coming out of state, they're going to bring it back to their own state. Yep. Like, I feel like at this point, what's going on is just things are like events are happening and it's just like people are wearing a mask for like the formality of wearing a mask. Like everything else is pretty much really how it was before. It's just some people are wearing a mask. And also I will say the CDC has done a lot of good work, but their whole, you don't have to wear a mask outside if you're fully vaccinated thing was kind of bad because now there's no way to know if, I mean, I'm not trying to bash the CDC here. I'm just saying it's potentially misleading and it's, um, and it's just giving the, the COVID is a hoax people like ammunition. Mm -hmm. Because we've already seen what several state governments saying, you can't require people to show they're vaccinated. So mm-hmm. what's stopping people from just walking around that mask and be like, oh, I'm back? The fact that the state of Texas ended the state the state of emergency on April 14th is kind of telling because we're still in a state of emergency. It's just now you're making it like governmentally not. And the people keep pointing towards Texas as like an as like a, the shining beacon of lockdowns don't work, mask minutes don't work. COVID actually isn't that big of an issue because like Texas cases are low and hospitalizations are at an all-time low. But um, I think people fail to realize that number one, Texas is the second largest state. And number two, most of our major cities are democratic run. We still have local mask mandates. We still have local social distancing guidelines. This isn't Greg Abbott, our Lord and savior said no more masks and suddenly COVID wasn't an issue anymore. And also, I will say, um, this is a pandemic, not just a U.S. demic. Just because mm-hmm. the U.S. has vaccines to spare right now, doesn't mean the rest of the world is fine. Like third world countries are still very much struggling from COVID, and they are desperate for the vaccines that we have. And whatever you think is okay in the U.S., it doesn't like this. Isn't nineteen twenty? This isn't Spanish influenza or whatever. 1918, whatever. It, it's, basically, <laughs> it's basically where you can get to the opposite side of the world in 15 hours. So this is a world pandemic where people are transmitting different virulent strains across the world. So you saying, oh, it's fine here. doesn't mean COVID's gone. It's there in the, in like somewhere in the world. And that will concern you because it can come to you. I mean, it shouldn't be like a selfish plea like this but covid in africa definitely can definitely concerns you covid in europe concerns you covid in australia asia covid literally everywhere has to concern you because it can come to you and make it worse Mm because india was basically fine two months ago and then everyone took it for granted and then i won't even get into government policies and stuff but India was doing well. For the longest time, India was doing way better than the U.S. was. And I'm saying India right now because it's getting a lot of media attention and it's really bad there right now. But 
now it's horrible and there are people coming here from India carrying those strains. So just because it's better in the U.S. doesn't mean it's better everywhere and it doesn't mean the U.S. isn't affected from it is what my brand mm. means. Yeah, I think the U.S. is trying to pretend everything is normal right now just because mm-hmm. it got a little better, but it's not. But back to like the main point of this conversation. Um, I, I think that this whole Fauci, fire Fauci, in prison Fauci situation is kind of a reflection of the shift that we've seen in our politics towards being anti-science, anti-quote-unquote elitist, um, and anti uh, And I don't and know exactly- What was the last thing you said? Sorry, I think I cut out. Anti, anti-intellect. Oh, yeah. I really think that the right at this point is anti-knowledge. And I, I, I've been like observing over the past year, right? And I feel like the problem is now we've, we're seeing people trying to like say that just because you're smart, suddenly you're like, you're classist or whatever, or that you're acting superior because you're smart. Like that's why so many of the right demonize Fauci because they can't handle the fact that someone's smarter than them. Like if you look at, let's say for example, Jim Jordan, the representative from Ohio trying to grill Fauci over the efficacy of masks pulling up these random studies. And then the minute Fauci explains the studies to him, Jim Jordan's like, I don't actually know what you're saying, so you're wrong. And this yeah. just kind of has been the cycle we've seen with Republicans over the last year. And it's really concerning because I think the main point is that just because you're smart doesn't mean you're inherently elite. And just because you're elite doesn't mean you're inherently smart. Let's, let's for example, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley. These are the people who right now, as we speak, are attacking uh, the Ivy League, attacking smart people and attacking anyone who goes to any of those institutions. But the issue is both of them went to Yale and Harvard Law. So, I mean, I guess it's a political game. Um, I guess this is more of a politics episode now. But like, what do you think about this whole anti-knowledge going on in the right? Well, it's, it's like they're trying to draw on um, like their whole oh religion, conservatism, like our roots and stuff. Like they're trying to appeal to their super far right base and they're just denying any, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just crazy because it's, it's not even Democrat versus Republican anymore. Like it's truth versus blatant lies. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the Democrats are super like amazing or whatever. All I'm saying is the people who are like on the far right just do not know how to use any real information whatsoever, and they are low key ruining the country. Yeah, and I it's think like, like a- and anytime you try to say something that's um like educated and intellectual, they call you a like a liberal or whatever like it's not even liberal it's just intellectual Mm -hmm. like when you can't even agree on facts how you're ever gonna come to any consensus Mm -hmm. and it's also um this is probably we can probably make a new episode on this but it's not even right and left anymore it's far right right a little less to the right right and then Far left, quote unquote, is just left. It's not like far anything. It's it's shifted. The scale has shifted so much to the right that centrists are really right. 
yeah people, like yeah moderates are really conservative like it's not even y'all aren't moderate the american political spectrum like let's say bernie he's literally center left to left only he's not even what you would call a socialist and exactly. i guess i bring it brings up the bigger point that the right is trying to use words they don't understand and then make them boogeymen for their attacks. Like recently we've seen like critical race theory, for example, especially oh when it comes God. to like school board elections. I want to do a whole episode of a critical race we theory. We actually have to, we definitely have to. We definitely need to, but at like South Lake recently, like that's a rich suburb in the DFW area. The candidates just use critical race theory as a way to win. And so they said, we are not teaching critical race theory because it's anti-American, it's anti-white people. They don't understand what critical race theory is, but now what they're doing is they're scaring the white base into thinking that if we were to teach anything that isn't like nationalist and propagandist, then it's inherently bad. And so that's just one example. And then of course we have how they literally throw the word Antifa and socialist at anyone who wears a mask for God's sake, Tucker Carlson, advocating for people to attack children and parents because they wear a mask outdoors. Uh, the breaking point that we've reached, I don't even, I don't even know what's going on anymore. But I, can't, I think also, I would like to analyze the way that our society treats elite, I don't know, like elite, like, I feel like it's inherently American to be against societal elites like like let's say capitalist people who like um what's the word use the working class the people who exploit the poor um i feel like you've been doing too much a push (laughs) i know i came out of i crammed for the a push test um the night before and so i just have all this king george in my head but like i guess it is part of american identity to oppose what you perceive as like above you and think of it as oppressive but it's gone to a point where we think that anything that is beyond us that we can't comprehend is bad. Yeah. Now they're acting like Fauci is some sort of overlord who's trying to use COVID to like subjugate us and imprison us and keep us from having like freedom and living our lives. Fauci's a public health official. who's He's literally an epidemiologist. Like, he doesn't have some sort of political game in his head. This guy has served, what, seven presidential administrations now? I don't think he has any ulterior motives beyond trying to protect the public health. Like, he's already had a good track record. So the, the attack on intellect is so sad. And I really think that America is the only country that has this issue. Because I was watching this, this I think it was a Singaporean professor he was explaining like the different reactions in different countries to covid and he was talking about how like in like asian societies for example it's number one more community-based where it's more about like looking out for the common good but also they have more faith in science there and they trust medical experts more like you see like japan korea they all obeyed the mask orders they listened and they're doing great right now whereas in the west there's just so much hesitancy against science and knowledge in general and everyone seems to think they know better exactly it's the arrogance and ignorance coming together to form a terrifying like black hole 
and it's like y'all call it y'all call yourself like first world countries like developed countries like developed what not intellect <laughs> no exactly i have never understood why america is supposed to be the best education system in the world and yet we produce some of the dumbest people i've ever met Like, for example, there's this one guy who said that the only reason that America's science and our institutions are able to be so advanced is because of immigrants and that one, the, the, the HB, which, which HB says it, the one for smart people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, so America as a whole and the West, I think just has this rugged individualism that has now become, I know what is best and if someone smarter than me tells me what to do they're wrong mm-hmm. and yeah and it's and it's like it's like they're like oh yeah every person for themselves and they like genuinely do not care about like flattening the curve it's like a term that we like make fun of but it's not happening because people do not care they just care about themselves and they just care about proving their inherent superiority to who like it doesn't make sense anymore like, I, I am not bold enough to question someone who went to university to study epidemiology, who has decades of experience in it. And I'm not going to question the efficacy of a vaccine because I know nothing about that. I didn't study it. I didn't make the vaccine. But if these people who made it and the people who authorized it are telling me that this is good and I've looked into it and I, under- I understand it at least a little bit, then I'm going to like be fine. And plus, I will say that like having taken... AP Bio, for example, and pre Bio, I can understand how exactly. mRNA works. Exactly. And everyone who took high school biology should understand it. But we have people here saying that mRNA enters your brain and that they can fit a microchip in the vaccine and that, oh, it's going to kill you in 10 years because they insert it into your DNA and now you're permanently altered because of it. Um, no. Like, it's not even that hard to understand transcription. Yeah, quick biology lesson, guys mRNA is not the same as DNA. mRNA is instructions to make a protein. And it's nothing more than that. Once the mRNA is transcripted, it gets destroyed. So all that the mRNA does is it makes a copy of of what the virus looks like. And then your body, your immune system looks at it and figures out how to build immunity against it. That's how it works. It's not inserting anything into the nucleus, which is where your DNA is held. It's not altering your genetic structure. So literally don't try to spread these lies about what a vaccine does or how COVID works when you have less than a high school level of understanding of biology. Exactly. And yet we have so many pundits who swear that they know more than virologists. So this whole episode is just people not understanding what they're talking about and spreading lies and spreading unnecessary hate on a person i mean i'm not going to talk fauci in like specific but that's where it started um on person who's trying to do what they can to get the country and the world out of the thing that we've been in for a year now it's may 9th today right yes Mm -hmm. it's may 9th today as we're recording this yeah and it's just it's ignorance and it's arrogance and it's blind trust in something that is not even true. Yeah, and I guess I, don't know, I see people complaining about how Fauci keeps moving the date. Uh, 
normal. Like I know last year they're like, oh, by August I'll be fine. And then, oh, by like Halloween I'll be fine. And then this year it was like, oh, by July 4th. And then now it's next year's Mother Day, Mother's Day. Y'all can't complain about how it's getting, it's taking longer and longer to return to normalcy when y'all are the ones not helping by not wearing a mask, not getting vaxxed. Exactly. So if you like, really want this to end, listen. Like countries exactly. like Hong Kong right now, they're pretty much fine. Like, yeah, they yeah. wear a mask everywhere, but they're not dying in mass like numbers. Yeah. They're, they well, followed the lockdown. They followed the instructions and now they're fine. New Zealand is mostly fine right now. Like, I'm pretty sure they're like literally back to normal. Yeah, I see people in Australia, New Zealand, having concerts yeah like, exactly that's what the people in america want and that's what they're doing but the issue is we still have a virus floating around everywhere because no one seems to be able to get a grip and keep it under control but uh, listen to the experts you don't know more than them and if you really mm-hmm. want to double check it you can read the studies and understand the concepts but it's okay to not be as smart as some people. It really is. These people's lives, missions, and goals has been centered on studying these kinds of things. You don't have to understand it. You just have to put your trust into them and understand it. Don't put your trust into people on Fox News telling you that the vaccine is putting a microchip into your brain. It's time to return back to understanding facts and listening to science. But yeah, that's my, that's my ending. Yep. we need to make <laughs> rants a series like we genuinely need to make this a series because stupid things happen and we have many thoughts on them yeah but i guess that concludes today's rant and y'all tune in for more rants coming up in the future and to all of our zoomers stay confused and don't be a jerk peace out bye